Sat Nam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. this week very apropos to what has happened today and that is that a collision course 
is a light source. Physical matter is created using tension, pressure, stress, and friction, the four forces of prakirti. Nice sound. The four forces of prakirti that come from parusha. Parusha is that infinite nothing that's everywhere. Right here, right now, there's infinite nothing. And out of infinite nothing comes the four forces, universal forces of prakirti, tension, pressure, stress, and friction. When you're at your center, you don't experience tension, pressure, stress, and friction. When you're out of your center, you experience them all. The kundalini is light. The liquids of your spine are filled with nanocrystals. The most concentrated of them are in your spinal column, in your brain, in your heart, and in your solar plexus and navel point area. The gut brain, the heart brain, the head brain, and the spinal column that connects them through this system of chakras. Some of it is metaphysical, some of it is physical. Meta meaning beyond. Beyond not meaning, well, it means that it's in its lightest form. Like air is a physical reality, but it seems hardly physical, yes? Earth seems far more physical. So air would be a metaphysical condition of Earth. Right? Because there's the same electrons, <coughs> protons, and neutrons in Earth as there are in the air. So at a quantum level, everything is identical. A collision course is a light force, and we are on a collision course. Hmm? I was so happy that he did what he did today. Because when you do something that egregious, unless you're pure idiot, you got to take action against. And if someone is very conniving, very clever, very deceptive. They're hard to oppose. But when somebody is obviously insane, <laughs> opposition is so easy you almost feel guilty. It's like taking a baby's baseball hat and stealing it, you know, like, hmm? 
Now is the time, Yogi Bhajan would say, strike while the iron is hot. He defined turning the other cheek like this. You got two cheeks. <laughs> and uh, for the sake of the audio podcast, I will say that the laughter came from because I just patted my butt. <laughs> you got two cheeks on your butt. And the way you turn the other cheek is you go... Because we are spiritual warriors. We are not spiritual wimps. Claro? Exactamente. Hmm? But our aggressiveness will be indisputable. In other words, we will not strike in violence. We will strike with light. And then Yogi Bhajan said, La kukaracha, la kukaracha, da 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 da. La kukaracha, la kukaracha, da 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 da. You see, because what does the kukaracha, the kakaro, I'm, so, I'm still echoing here. What does the kukaracha do when you shine the light? It runs. And you have to realize, and no offense meant to the cockroach, please. I'm just, I don't mean to, I don't mean to include it in such bad company. But the fact is that we are going to shine so bright that this absolutely hideous darkness has no option. Does a dark room have an option when you light a candle? No. And when you light your kundalini, the darkness around you has no option but to light up. And if there is corruption in that which surrounds you, if there is corruption in that which is within you, it gets exposed. And right now, there is a lot getting exposed. And all you have to do is keep working the light, keep working the light, keep working the light. If you read my book, Buried Treasures, you will note that one of the jobs that they gave me in the village in the way back of the Copper Canyon was that I was the village fire starter. But of course there was no such thing as matches or anything like that. I had a fire bow. Hmm? And a fire bow is something that you rest under your chin and it's a stick with a kind of a ball at this end and you put pitch, you put pine pitch down in here and you press it into the piece at the bottom. 
and that starts to stick to the stick that you and the bow has a loop in it so as you go back and forth this stick that you've got under your chin with a block holding it so you don't drill a hole in your chin <laughs> is spinning before I started I had to have dried grass in one pile next to that I had dried twigs next to that I had dried sticks next to that I had dried bigger sticks next to that I started to have small logs next to that I had bigger logs and so I would and all of a sudden the pitch would start smoking and smoking and I would I would go and grab some dried grass and put it there and and pretty soon it was boom and the dried grass would start burning I'd put more dried grass on it the dried grass would continue to burn the flame would get a little larger I'd put dried sticks on it that would catch fire and that would get bigger and I would put dried twigs that would get bigger and I would put dried bigger twigs and I'd put dry small logs and I'd if I did anything too rapidly I would put out my fire and if I thought this isn't working and stopped the heat and the friction would cool immediately so it was important to keep up and to be well prepared with all of your little stacks so as we are building this light there will be times when you feel that nothing is happening because there was, you know this used to take me a considerable amount of time I, there was no watches or anything there but I would probably estimate that it you know from beginning to end making all my preparations and everything it probably took me hour and a half before I had a good big fire and then what people would do is they'd come and they would bring their clay bowls and they would get big embers and they would take them back to their fire in their hut and there's a, like a kiva thing which you walk down in the dug earth and they would feed their fire and they would start their fires there with it but I was the village fire starter and it was not meant because nobody else could start a fire it was meant because the village was all about taking care of each other even if there was no need to we did it just to create the opportunity so your light is important and how do you use your fire bow You do your breath of fire bow. I added the bow. You do your breath of fire bow. You do your long deep breathing bow. You do your archer bow. <laughs> you do your cobra bow. You do all of these things and you do them every morning because you know every morning you move a little bit closer to the fire in your light. And your kundalini then enlightenment isn't like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, I'm seeing God, I'm seeing God. No, you're seeing God right now. What you want to see is you want to see more. Instead of having that narrow little focus, 
you want to have that really big focus. I'm turning it so you don't think it has any directional meaning. It doesn't matter if it's up or down or this or that. Instead of having that narrow focus, which is connecting some data dots that you want to keep your eye on, right? You have a big focus that has all kinds of unknown data dots that you can connect. Kundalini is a light. The liquids of your body are filled with nanocrystals. The concentration of nanocrystals, I know I'm repeating, and it's not because I don't know what I've said. Repeat for emphasis. The concentration of nanocrystals are in your spinal column, in the area of your navel point and solar plexus, the gut brain, in the area of your heart muscle, the heart brain, in the area of your head brain. If you use your head brain only, if you educate the head brain only, you will be a jerk, raising jerks. That's one of the reasons why one of the most important classes at our school in India is music. People come out of our school in India with a masterful nature toward music. Masterful nature towards connection, which, which is the gut brain. Service, seva, serving humanity. The gut brain, connection. When you feel somebody in your gut, you want to take care of them. This is what is essential in today's world. We must have that balance between the gut, the heart, and the head. We must have that balance. Because when we meet each other, we have to fully meet each other. We have to experience each other. When we create a sequence, we must understand the consequence. These people out here that are nothing more than the most aggressive brutes don't think that they understand the consequence of their sequence. They're not bad people doing bad things. They're infants being given too much responsibility. They're evolutionary infants, not by their discredit, by their process. They have reached the end of the first stage of evolution, which is called the embryonic stage of the soul. What needs to happen at that stage of the soul is to be the most aggressive so that you can go through the sublimation into the fetal stage. In the fetal stage, from that most aggressive nature, you must become the most surrendered so that you can fit through the birthing into spirit, into light. 
to fit through that birth canal, you have to surrender. But in order to surrender, you have to have something of value. So you become the most aggressive, you blossom into fetus, then it's about developing as the fetus and learning to wrap yourself into surrender so that you can be forced through the birthing canal into light. When you first come out of light, you are completely in what's called postnatal trauma. You're a space case. Hmm? Isn't that what the spiritual path has a bad reputation for us? Because the majority of people on the spiritual path are newly into that light of spirit and they're completely spaced. And those of you that just went through nine months of, or have gone through nine months of level one teacher training, what that grinds out of you is the space. What that grinds out of you is the case for your total being spaced out. And it just puts you into a focus. When we heard the testimonials in this last graduation, it was phenomenal. So many people saying, you know, I had this going on and before and I didn't know why I was applying myself to come to this thing, but I found that I just had to do it and after nine months, even though a few months in, I wanted to get out, but I stayed in and after nine months, it is so clear to me. Wow. Isn't it? Hmm? That's why Yogi Bhajan brought this technology to this industrialized world. Because we've literally, through the invention of the electric light bulb, we have completely disrupted the natural circadian clock. We're no longer in bed at, at uh, sundown and up before the sun. We're partying till 2 a.m., <laughs> yeah? cooking meals at 10 o'clock at night. This is absurd. We must get human nature back in sync with nature. And when human nature is in sync with nature, we are a plant-based animal. And in that nature, we are non-aggressive, extremely intelligent, but more wise than intelligent, more compassionate than competitive. This is what we are to show the world. And when we shine our light, it makes that brute, barbaric, grotesque nature run. And you know the interesting thing? When that nature runs, the character stays stripped. Do you remember that scene in Lord of the Flies when the ship comes in and there's some adults that show up? Those brutish kids broke down and cried because they suddenly realized that they were safe. And all, all of that brutish, barbaric nature had arisen out of their fear and insecurity. And the moment they felt safe, the moment they felt safe, they were no longer in need of that brutish, barbaric nature. That's what our job is. Our job is to shine the light, make people feel safe in the exposure. Not to attack those pure, classic,
but to know they're pure and classic idiots. And be okay with that. They're there, they are what they are. We shine our light, we shine our light, we shine our light. And the rest takes care of itself. And that's why we chant. That's why we chant. All the classes can be found now on gurusing.teachable.com. There's going to be long-form classes available there, 30-minute long yoga classes with Kriya. There's also what is called a Kundalini Recharge. It's a brief lecture about something like depression or gratitude or achievement or partnering or success and it'll be a lecture with a pranayama breathing exercise and a single asana that you can just jump into during the day and then it'll round out with an affirmation or meditation and these will be like 11 minutes and then there are also going to be audio files which are guided 11 minute meditations which you can listen to and that's all within gurusing.com Thank you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.